inside a cozy pub at the base of Shanty Creek Ski Resort sits Brett, a somber man of few words. He sips his drink slowly as he gazes across the bar, but his eyes can't find whatever it is that he's looking for. Can I get you another one, Brett? The bartender asks. One more chip, thank you. Brett replies as he picks up his Rubik's Cube and slowly scans it for patterns. Before he even spins it once, Chip returns with Brett's beer. Oh, you're still playing with that toy, huh? You had that thing with you when I first met you 18 years ago, Chip says. Yeah, when I'm feeling stressed, Cuban's all I can do to stay grounded. Can't believe it's been 18 years already, mutters Brett. And that's 18 years to this exact day based on my math. I'll never forget that day. It was Valentine's, 2004. You raced that cocky friend of yours down Dead Man's Run, Chipper calls. The tightest race I've ever seen on Shush Mountain. Yeah, and I would have won if that son of a bitch hadn't pushed me down on the final curve. I think about that race every day, Chip. It haunts me. Because not only did I lose the race that fateful afternoon, but I lost my dream girl, too. That's right. She chose the other guy after the race. And you've come back here every Valentine's Day weekend, every single year since then. You come in, you order your two beers, you twist your Rubik's Cube around in your hands like it's a fucking beautiful mind or some shit. Why do you keep coming back? I know it's not this overpriced swill bringing you here, so what is it? Chip queries. I've returned to here every Valentine's Day since Chip, and I'll keep coming back every year if I have to. Because I can feel it in my heart, in my bones... That she'll show up one of these years. She'll walk into this bar. She'll look me in the eyes and she'll realize just what she's been missing all this time. All 6,570 days. Yeah, you've always been good at math, Brett, but not so lucky in love, it seems. Pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? Hey, what was that girl's name again? The one that got away? Sarah. And that loudmouth she left with? Tyson. Tyson fucking Maloney. Suddenly, a shadowy figure sidles up alongside Brett. Hey, it's Tyson Gatson now. I left my life as Tyson Maloney in my rearview mirror, just like I did you on Dead Man's Runway back when, the man says. Brett's eyes narrowed. He couldn't believe it. His arch nemesis, the guy he was just talking about, was here. And this dude was already talking shit. Well, look what the cat dragged in. Why don't you give me a little space, Maloney? I thought I told you, it's Gatsa now. You'd be well served to listen to me when I talk. I run the nation's most profitable pharmaceutical company now, and I don't have time to repeat myself for chumps like you, you got that? The tension was thick. Even Chip could sense it, so he chimes in. Well, it sounds like you guys kind of got a lot of sword out, so I'm just going to uh, be over here if you, know, if you need anything. Beat it, Chip. Tyson exclaims. Still a bully, I see. I don't call it bullying, Chief. I call it winning. That day I smoked you down Dead Man's Run put me on a path of nothing but victory after victory ever since. And I'd love to brag a little bit more about what I've been up to if you've got some time. Not interested. Fair enough. I thought maybe you would appreciate a familiar face. I sure know I could use a friend. Oh, the mighty Ty Maloney begging for friendship, huh? 
for the last time is Gasta. And I'm not too big to admit it. I could use a friend. What with my marriage falling apart and all. And with those six words, what with my marriage falling apart, Brett sees his opening. I guess I can stomach a little bit more time with you then, for an old friend. Talk to me, Ty. As much as I like to sit in this dingy dive bar with Chatty Chip over there, I think we better take this conversation elsewhere. I've got to go check in. So let's meet in 30 minutes, and we can catch up a little. Where at? Brett asks. In the only place I'll take a face-to-face meeting, the place I've negotiated every business deal I've ever landed, the hot tub. See you in 30. And with that, the stage is set for a monumental showdown between old rivals. On the surface, two high school enemies are hitting the hot tub to catch up. But a story about a jacuzzi gab fest, this is not, my friends. This is a tale of competition, a tale of romance, and a lesson in redemption. This is the Ski Trip 3, Battle for Shush Mountain. This time it's personal. But not so fast. That was just a preview, folks. Uh, You heard the opening scene of the Ski Trip 3, the battle for Shush Mountain. This time it's personal. One of the longest titles in the history of movies. Supposed to be kind of cheesy. It's going to be fun. Basically, when we went to the actual Ski Trip this year, I intended to do the storyline that I'm about to show you, which is a fictional kind of 80s ski movie-esque type storyline with that sort of drama and over-the-top dialogue and things like that. But the reality is... I ended up skiing the entire time up there, and I hadn't done it in 25 years, so I was having too much fun for me to uh, stop and operate the camera and to to try and set up all these scenes, so we're going to do it as as you just saw. If you're listening to this, go to YouTube and check it out. There's a link in the show notes. It's basically light animation. Let's call it kind of like the Nunzio's Big Night Out episode. It's an illustrated storybook with a little bit of animation about two old rivals coming together and battling it out. For a woman's heart. Kind of classic storyline, right? That's all you're going to get for today. But make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you check out the YouTube video. The next time you see me, you're going to get the entire episode of the Ski Trip 3, Battle for Shish Mountain. This time it's personal. Welcome back to a season three, baby. I'm excited. I got a lot of fun stuff coming. Got some hats coming in. This one's got an air in it. Uh, They're not all going to be of this quality, but they're going to look something like this. Uh, If you're interested... Hit me up on one of the social medias. But folks, spring is here. Season three of your favorite podcast is back. Neil Young has never once threatened to take himself off of Spotify because of me. So what does that tell you? Hmm? At least in the eyes of Neil Young, this is a better podcast than the Joe Rogan experience. So (laughs) we'll see you soon. Peace. Mess in this attic, lot going on, but there ain't no need to panic. Come on up and join, we getting wild, getting manic. Spitting truth for all you fanatics. Uh, every week got something new to say. Ain't no filter, this shit coming straight from the brain. It's coming straight from the brain. Yeah, it's coming straight, coming straight from the brain. Uh, uh.